Live from St Mary Magdalene's Primary School in Chadston. Across our neighbourhood and across the world. You're listening to CEM Radio Ed Week on Live FM. Hello everyone. Today I would like to introduce to you our well-being school leader, Miss Munden. Welcome to the show, Miss Munden. Thank you very much, Keone. It's lovely to join you people on your special day. Hello, I'm Gadwood Step. So, Miss Mon, you've been at school for years. You have seniority. So, all these years, how's your time at the school been? Wow, that's a big question, Gadway. Um, I have been at this school for a very long time, as you know, and I've had a really exciting, interesting and fun time at our school. Um, throughout the time, I've held many different roles in the school, but wellbeing has been one of my, one of my most, um, I believe, um, memorable roles for a long time. And in wellbeing, the role is really diverse and I meet lots of kids and lots of parents and that really keeps the role very interesting and um, very important in the community, I think, yeah. Hello, Ms. Mondin. It's Cassie Gregorio here. Ms. Mondin, as our well-being teacher, what would be the best tip for someone who is passing hard time, passing a hard time like during home life? Well, Cassiel, that's a big one, isn't it? Because we've all been through home learning now and for some people they found um, a lot of fun and different to the regular way they did work and sometimes some of us felt like we'd like to come back to school or something happened at home in our family which may have been upsetting, like maybe um, someone was ill or maybe um, someone's pet had died all those kind of things could happen and lots of other things that we know of. And we know that when we're at home and home learning is difficult, it's really important to speak to someone that we can trust and someone that can help us. And usually that would be a parent or a carer at home who could redirect you or listen to you. And also you could let your teacher know that it's difficult for you so they understand what's going on for you. An important thing too with home learning when things are difficult and sometimes it might be nothing really has happened other than we're tired or a little bit distressed by it. So we might need to get up off our chair a little bit more often and go for a walk, have a drink of water, go out and throw the ball for a bit, play with our dog, build some Lego. So taking those little breaks as you need them and realising that, yes, the work is there but it doesn't have to be all done at once. And if it's too difficult or too tricky, your teacher would always be on the other end to support you and to help you through. Hi, I'm Ryan Susanto. As one of our main helpers, because you help us pass bad times, where did you learn all these tricks or methods to make us cheer up when passing bad times? Thank you, Ryan. I suppose I have, um, beginning, going back, I probably learnt a lot of things from my family in regards to how we care for people and listen to people and how we always respect people and that everybody's got a story and that that story is unique to them. So I think that was really important at the very beginning, right from when I was a little girl, right up through school and into university and then into schools. I've also done quite a bit of study, which has helped me to understand more about well-being, more about teaching, more about 
how people get along with one another and how people feel about themselves. And as well as, I think, experience. I've learned lots from being with different children throughout ooh, 38 years of teaching. Um, so I've learned lots about children through dealing and looking after children and also communications with other teachers and watching what they do and getting hints and tricks from them and asking questions. If I wasn't sure, not being afraid to go and find out by asking somebody or having a look and doing some research to find how I can do things better. And I think that's the thing. We're always growing and changing in our learning and we've got to be flexible in that and not get stuck in old ways. And that's how you learn lots of new things. And I think that's really supported me. Miss Monden, we of course know that you helped us a lot, but what type of well-being task do you think help us feel, feel best Samuel, thank you. Look, I believe that the wellbeing tasks that help us best are to really stop and think about our own feelings, how we're feeling, and then knowing what is the right reaction to take. So understanding that if we're feeling angry, for example, that we can do things to make ourselves feel more safe, more calm, and act in a safe way towards ourselves and others. Um, also, Samuel, I think that understanding that feelings pass, that throughout the day we can all have many different feelings, but knowing that those horrible feelings that we get sometimes, maybe those fearful feelings or those anxious feelings, that they, can, they will pass. They're not here forever and things will get better. And I think um, some of the things that help us at school to do that and at home is our community meetings when we talk about how are we feeling today? What is our goal for the day? And the goal is looking forward, looking for hope in the day and who can help us. So looking at who is the person we can go to if we need that help. And we can do that at home and at school. And through that understanding our feelings so we can use our regulation, our zones of regulation to help us when we're having distressful or hard feelings to manage those big feelings. I think the main thing, though, is learning to speak out and get support from somebody else, knowing that we don't have to deal with it by ourselves, that people are there to listen to us, to keep us safe, to keep us regulated if we need, to keep us calm and to make us feel that it's going to be okay again. I'm going to there. Miss Morning, as our wellbeing teacher, we understand that you're great at keeping people happy and well, as expected from wellbeing teacher, but how do you do it so well and excel at understanding emotions and feelings? Well, Gadway, that is a lovely compliment. Thank you so much for that. Um, I think it's really acknowledging every little individual who comes along, whether it be a grade prep or a grade six, and really listening, listening to their story because their story will give you a lot of insight into why the behaviour might be a particular way and what why they've done something in a particular way and it's giving them the time to really stop and think and to reflect. Sometimes it's not even having to say anything but just sitting with a person and holding that little hope for them for a little while until they're ready to take it on board and feel strong again. Um, and I think listening is mainly, I think, the best thing in wellbeing, just being there to be with a person close by and listen to their story. Miss Mom, as our well-being teacher, what kind of problems do you deal with? Cassiel, that's a really interesting question because 
I think what I like to do is not look at them as problems but possibilities because people come along, yes, they've got distress or they've got anxiety or they've got a sadness, they've got something to tell. But it's looking, okay, let's have a listen, think about the problem as you called it or the possibility and move on. What can we do about it? So always looking for positivity and solution focus, which is really important. We do, I deal with all kinds of um, stories that kids bring along or families bring along. It might be something little. Some, somebody won't be my friend today and I'm feeling a little bit lonely today. Sounds like a little problem, a little thing that's happening with it. to that person. It's really important. Or it might be someone who's had a sadness in their family, maybe a friend or a grandparent is ill in hospital and they're really concerned about their safety and their well-being and so they need to talk about that. It might be that um, mum or dad or a carer was a bit angry today because the person didn't pack their school bag and, and now the child's left their lunch at home so they're concerned about that. So it can be really little things that we see as little but to the person it's a big story and um, the it's a different story for every person. So it's really being conscious of that and trying to think of the most, what can we do to solve the situation rather than make it a big distress for that person? And in that, it's, so I don't like to really um, go into what stories they are because they're private and confidential. So I've got to be really respectful of that in my role too, that if someone tells me their story, that I hold that very sacred and, of course, if it's a very big problem or a big difficulty that's really affecting that child and it could be unsafe for that child, then I would need to go and speak with Dr Healy and then we would need to get additional support and additional help for that child so they're feeling safe again. Hi, Miss London. I'm Ryan Suzanne I understand you know feelings well and most of the time you don't flip your lid and you know how to stay calm, but when you do... How do you deal with your anger? Oh, I think we all get angry. It doesn't matter who we are, how old we are. We all have that big anger monster inside us sometimes. Um, to keep me calm if I'm feeling really angry, what I need to do is take a big breath and just stop. Be still for a little while so I can get my thoughts together before I react. Often what I'll do is I might sit down and have a think about it or I might take my dog for a walk and just go for a wander in the fresh air to sort my feelings out. Sometimes I might need to think about the other person's perspective and why I'm feeling that anger. Sometimes I might need to go and talk to somebody about that to say, look, I'm really upset about this but speak calmly and positively to the person involved with me so I'm not getting hyper angry. But if I do get hyper angry with myself, then I just like to go and put my, clench my fists together and give my hands a big shake and, and think, and then get my thoughts together again. But I think it's really important that we do express our anger because if we don't express it in a safe way, then it can live in us for a long time and it can stay within us and make us feel anxious, annoyed very easily, and quick to anger again. So it's really important to address that anger. So I try to do that, but in a very safe way. Well, thank you for your time, Ms. Wondin. I hope you enjoyed our interview, and thank you for giving up the, the time to do this interview. If you have any other good tips 
feel free to tell them, please. Thanks, Gadway. I just want to say to all of you, I think you're absolutely amazing. This is a brilliant thing you're doing today to showcase yourselves and your school and you've all spoken so beautifully so thank you very much I think my biggest tip for you is be kind to yourselves be good to yourselves and in doing so be kind to other people because kindness goes a long way and that just means watching out for one another and being caring and accepting of one another and really helping out where you need to help out but you're just fantastic, so thank you very much. I 